Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm excited about another episode of our podcast. And today, you're going to hear from a local ministry leader in Selma, Alabama, Jonathan Brown. JB is currently the student pastor at Elkdale Baptist Church there in Selma, also the visionary leader to help launch a recent movement among local churches that you're going to hear a lot about in this conversation um, called United for the City. And United for the City just completed a Missions Week camp this summer and also has a number of events planned through the school year. So I'm so excited for you to hear JB's story, his passion for ministry, his passion for students, his passion for bringing people together under the umbrella of the gospel to impact the community of Selma. He's married to Summer, and they have three kids. Again, I cannot wait for you to hear this, so without further delay, let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, JB. Yeah, I'm grateful to be here. You bet. So I know there we have listeners from um, various states and various backgrounds that will not know your story, so I thought it'd be best if we could just kind of start off, you tell a little bit about your family, uh, maybe where you grew up, and anything else you'd like the listeners to know as background. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was born in Germany to a military family, and I grew up in Ozark, Alabama. It's right outside the gate of Fort Rucker, and so my, um, my parents were stationed there. And uh, soon after I was born, my parents uh, got divorced, and so I was mm-hmm. raised by a single mom and I had, thankfully, I had some really active grandparents, and so my grandfather was a great, great uh, father figure in my life and uh, always um, gave me some time, and and about the same time that I was uh, getting into uh, preschool time and stuff like that, he was retired, and so he was retired actually from the uh, civil service military, and so I had a lot of time with my granddad just to a great uh, figure in my life, uh, a man of God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was um, raised in uh, public school all my life, and and then I was drugged to church, and so uh, that that's kind of me. Mm-hmm. So, talk about your faith journey. Um, did you grow up? You say you drugged to church, but yeah, you know we all active in church. Then at what point in your life did you go? You know what? I can't trust this going to church thing. I need a relationship with Jesus. Amen. Yeah. So, uh, so like I said, I was I was drugged to church anytime the doors were open. Um, I was there. I was at my uh, my mom's church that she had had grown up in, and uh, she was from Ozark too. And so, uh, around uh, age eight, um, I just started bombarding her with uh, questions about Christ, about uh, you know God, and things um, faith wise. And, and so, uh, even though she knew all the answers and she was, uh, certainly able to uh, lead me to the truth, um, she brought me to our interim pastor at the time at mm. the, at the church. And so, uh, right there, you know, he, he explained to me my, uh, sin, the sin that I was uh, born with, um, the sin that I had, even as an eight year old, you know, the selfishness mm-hmm. that, that I, had and and all the things about me, you know, and uh, and I understood it very clearly. I, I knew that um, there was something that I I needed apart from myself um, that was Christ, and mm. and I was grateful uh, to understand that that day, and and that's where I I came to saving faith right there uh, in in uh, her home church, my home church of Ozark Baptist Church there uh, in the pastor's office. So I was grateful. That's awesome. 
Oh, yeah, that, that that is that is needed. Yeah, it's a good reminder that doesn't matter what age, you know, mm-hmm. you can easily understand sin because we are all selfish. Amen. That's good. So I mentioned in the intro that you're a student pastor there in Selma. So um, at what point in this journey with Christ did you feel that call to full time ministry? Yeah, that's a great question. In the um, in the tenth grade and really through out uh, youth ministry, I was plugged into my church family there, and I got to do the uh, vacation Bible schools and the other kind of camps and things. And so, uh, man, I was just consistently taught about Christ. And as I was growing up, I thought, you know what, Um, what I really want to do is like my uncle, he was a uh, horticulturalist, and I went to Auburn and, and studied agronomy and soils and things. And so I wanted to be just like him. And I thought, you know, one day I would love to be a landscape designer and have my own TV show called Brown's Backyards or something like that. (laughs) Just just have, man, I had it all planned out in the 10th grade, you know, I was, I was talking to my pastor though, about, uh, uh, faith and about, you know, what's it mean to be called? And is there like some clouds that come together or is there a burning bush, you know, and, and what's, what's that mean? And he said, he said, Jonathan, listen. He said, if you can do anything else in this world um, with passion, then you need to go and do it. Because hmm. he said, the ministry is tough. It's tough on you. It's tough on your family. He said, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a tough road. Uh, it's a good road. It's a great road, mm-hmm. but, it's, but it's tough. And so he, uh, you know, began praying for me. And, and, uh, I, and I'll tell you, at uh, Vacation Bible School one summer, I, I always— um, I love music and I love, love doing those things. And so I was there uh, doing the funny moves and teaching the songs and stuff. And I was praying through this. And uh, there was one of these breaks where you just have some, some, some silence to yourself, you know, while the kids are going to snack or whatever. And I remember clear as day that God said, JB, I, I want you to do this for the rest of your life. I want you to um, be silly. I want you to, put your time and invest in children or invest mm. in others. And, uh, man, it was clear. And I remember in, in that uh, choir room, uh, just, just saying, okay, that's, wow. that's the deal. You know, that's, that's it. And so, uh, and so did, did he call me to, uh, you know, specifically to, to, to music or children's minister or whatever? I just knew that he wanted me to serve him. And so, yeah. uh, man, what a, what a great, great time. So how long have you been in ministry now? Yeah, so I've been in uh, in ministry uh, 12 years, uh, full-time, about 10 years. And so, uh, man, it's been a wild, wild ride. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm still uh, uh, running, you know, because there's so many things going on. And, and really, uh, from my youth ministry time to, to now, oh, my goodness, man, things have changed so much. And the things that... Uh, we dealt with in uh, my youth ministry, uh, you know, have just uh, multiplied with the invention of the, the smartphone and, oh, yeah. and, uh, and those kinds of things. And so, um, but uh, here, here at Elkdale, I've been coming up on two years. And so I'm grateful uh, to have uh, this position uh, alongside of some great pastors and uh, some great uh, ministers here at Elkdale. Elkdale uh, was an amazing journey to get to. Um, I was there, I got to serve at my home church, the, the church that, uh, that, that God um, opened my eyes in when I was a kid mm-hmm. uh, for five years and got to serve there. And then um, God called me 
and uh, my wife Summer to to Selma, and so it was a wonderful uh, transition. It was one of those things that uh, uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if you can be called to to Selma or whatever, but no, you definitely can be. Yeah. And so, uh, man, we're grateful. It's been it's been amazing of the opportunities that God has opened here, not only uh, here at Elkdale in a in a friendly, a missional, just a um, uh, uh, growing church here, but in in the city of Selma, in Dallas County area. So I'm grateful. Yeah, and that's kind of what I want to spend um, the next little bit talking about. Um, you guys launched this this vision about a year ago with this passion of bringing students from other churches together to serve in Selma. Um, you know, we talk about all the time in churches and even among friends, that it's easy in a way, I say that kind of lighthearted, but it's easy to go on a mission trip for a week outside the country because you know for seven days I'm supposed to smile, serve, share the gospel, but it's not easy to serve in our local area. So you guys got together and came up with this concept called United for the City. Um, Talk about kind of what led up to launching that movement there in Selma. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, uh, just just before then, uh, when I was in Ozark, Dothan is about 20 minutes south. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's this uh, missions camp, a local missions camp called Wired mm-hmm. uh, that they've been doing for 11 years now. And uh, they started, uh, you know, just kind of some, some youth pastors together and, and build this vision in of, of getting our a local group to kind of serve with the nonprofits around. And, uh, and they started that. And so my kids from Ozark would never pay 250 bucks to go 20 minutes south. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. So, so as soon as I got to Elkdale, I said, Hey, I know this camp that I've been, <laughs> been wanting to go to, you know? And so I, uh, uh Elkdale wasn't a, uh, a summer camp type of ministry, you mm-hmm. know, in a while right. it's been kind of, kind of dry in the summers because of sports or because of whatever. And so uh, I cast it out there and I said, Hey, look, um, you know, I've been here six months. I got some credibility. Y'all need to go with me back to Dothan and it's going to be fantastic. It's going to mm-hmm. be amazing. By the way, David Crowder is going to be there and uh, Louis Giglio and all of these big names, you know, cause it was their 10th, 10th year anniversary. And so I uh, loaded up, I went down there with four kids, wow, four kids. And, and, uh, and I had to beg these kids to come with me. And I was like, guys, what, what is the deal? Why, why don't y'all want to serve? Like where, where's Jesus in your heart, you know? And, uh, and that wasn't the case. The case is, man, our priorities here are just, uh, uh, like, like anybody's, they're just crazy. Right. And, uh, and they haven't been into the summer, uh, camp mode. They haven't been into missional mode. And so, Man, that's one of my things in in youth ministry is, man, I want to create um, uh, servant leaders, you know, and so I want to I want to have, um, you know, opportunities for them to serve. And so uh, we we were down there, wired. It was uh, late June, you know, hot South Alabama, and uh, and we were serving alongside of twenty five hundred students wow. alongside of us in the city of Dothan. Now, Dothan is much larger than Selma. Right. Uh, and this has been going on for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So there were many, many, many churches that had uh, come together to do this. We were hosted in, uh, I think, First Baptist um, Dothan there. 
and wall to wall in the Sunday school rooms, you know, yeah. sleeping bags and stuff like that. It was, it was chaos, man. But somehow logistically it all worked out and they, they had over, I think 125 ministry sites. Wow. Things working with kids, working with, uh, elderly. I mean, just a painting, uh, yard work, whatever, you know, you name it. And so on the way back, I mean, it's just a, a fantastic week. Um, but I was kind of bummed cause I was like, man, I failed, you know, four kids, like what? what is this? You know, God, you brought me up here to this, this desert land, you know, mm. and, uh, how, how am I supposed to, um, uh, to, to do something for you, you know? And so I get, we, on the way back, um, we, I just start asking the kids, man, I'm so grateful for y'all to come, you know, let's, let's talk about these God stories that you've been a part of. And they were just, I'm so grateful for those four because they were phenomenal. Mm. I didn't have any, any issues. I didn't have any, uh, uh, chaos, you know, going on, mm-hmm. on summer camp, uh, things. And so on the way back, we were praying and I said, guys, what if God allows us to bring this type of camp, this missions, uh, venture to Selma? And they said, what? That, I, I don't, I don't know if that can be done, JB. I just don't think that's, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you, it's because you're tired, you know, mm. you're having these dreams. And so mm-hmm. I said, man, no, I said, listen, um, you know, we can dream this up and we can do this. What if there's, what if there's five of us next year? I mean, what if there's six, you know? And, uh, they're like, well, you know, there's, there's a lot to do around Selma. <laughs> and I said, yes, there is. And so I said, here's what we do. Let's pray this whole three and a half hour drive back to Selma. Let's pray and let's, let's think through this stuff. And so on the way back, man, we had a, a logo. We had, uh, you know, this this title of United for the City. Um, you know, we we were thinking through uh, those kinds of things, and uh, and I said, what if, what if we were able to bring our youth ministries together wow. to do something bigger for God? And they're like, let's let's try. I don't know. And 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 later on, about two months later, um, you know, I, I I give this vision to the legendary Rand Smith. Right. And so the rest is history. Rand just, he's like, yeah, we can do this. He said, you're talking about, you know, eight, nine months from now. He said, uh, let me tell you about all in sports outreach (laughs) and how, and how it was born in another country and, uh, and how this, you know, this idea was born, um, through Christ followers. And he said, man, we, we pulled this stuff together in like two months. We can definitely do it in eight, eight months, you know? And I said, I said, Rand, I don't know, man. And he said, let's do this. And yeah. So, man, we, we started praying and, you know, you, he brought you on board and, and, uh, graciously, you know, the all in sports outreach board, man, y'all were so supportive and uh, not only through prayers, but financially. And just, you said, you know what, we will, uh, partner with you. And, and by the way, this United vision is much bigger than all in sports, you know? That's right. And so we're, we're going to be a, 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 you know, some, some ministry teams of this big United vision, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I am, am blown away to say that we, you know, our goals to engage and empower students for the gospel here in Selma, mm-hmm. bigger than anything I could have dreamed. Wow. We, we had, uh, it was, it was a local missions camp plus. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the local missions camp side of it was, uh, man, we, we were hosted here at, at a local church building. We were actually here at Elkdale Baptist in Selma. We had a hundred, uh, teenagers and, and adults, you know, sleeping here all week, you know, 
and uh, we had over uh, 250 volunteers, and that's from not just that hundred, but outside of mm-hmm. uh, of United, there were church families that came alongside of us, and and church families came and they fed us a couple nights, or they 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 showed up with um you know at the ministry sites of all in sports outreach or you know whatever, and they we just we all got together and uh, man we reached reached over uh you know had to be more than 250 uh, individuals that's that's not counting the 100 or 200 volunteers that's counting the each kid you know each elderly person that we loved on each 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 person you know we got to serve uh that week and man it was phenomenal it was amazing so you mentioned that you know you two of the ministry sites were basketball camps that yes mm-hmm. uh, would have been um, going on with or without United just because right. we've done our annual camps. But, you know, like you said, we felt it um, very critical that, you know, this become a partnership and not territorial, you know, as a way to reach Selma. So what were some of the other sites? You know, you mentioned the sports sites, but there were other yeah, ministry yeah. sites. So talk about what other sites there were. Sure. Yeah. So so with our two um, basketball um all in sports outreach sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, two other uh, yard work kind of paint uh, construction sites, and and uh, intentionally we had one at the city schools, uh, mm-hmm. specifically Edgewood uh, Elementary School, where Elkdale has a great partnership with, and uh, and then the other one was at Dallas County High School, and mm. so we were able to love not only on our city schools but our county schools, you know, through something like that, and and uh, and so we had a team. Uh, each team go there. We had um, uh, two teams uh, do backyard Bible clubs mm. in in neighborhoods in the city. And so uh, I'll I'll talk to you a little bit more about that uh, later because uh, God just just showed out in yeah. backyard Bible clubs. And then uh, the the last one was a social ministry team, um, which I probably over programmed this one, but uh, it was it's a group. And each team was a group of eight to ten teenagers. Mm -hmm. And then they had from three to five, you know, adults at each team, you know? And so, uh, but the last team was a social ministry. They went to four of our assisted living, uh, programs here Mm -hmm. and got to meet with the residents there and either do, uh, give their testimonies, do some kind of Bible study, or, uh, at one place they did, they, uh, helped them do birdhouses. I mean, it was just a fun relation driven kind of, kind of meeting. And then after that, they transitioned downtown to the Edmundite Missions Cafe or the Bosco Center, mm-hmm. where they where they served uh, uh, lunch every day, and wow. they served over you know 200, 300 people, where they got to do that, and then and you know kind of clean up after them, but also uh, sit there and and talk talk Jesus with them. It yeah. was an amazing, amazing thing. I'm sitting here as you're talking, just thinking about you know the impact that I heard. All throughout the week, I was hearing from various people in Selma that week about different things God was doing in the lives of the teenagers that were serving. And, yes. I'm, and as we're talking and recording this, I'm just thinking, you know, we talk about how jacked up our culture is, how hard it is for kids in school. And I just sit here and think, well, what if every city, you know, had the same passion to bring students together 
and they just serve their own city. I'm thinking that's how that's how we change this culture, right? It's Amen. creating Amen. servant leaders because that's going to yeah. make them better students, better employees, better sons and daughters. Absolutely. Not to not to mention better followers of Christ. But I'm just thinking everyday living. Um, yes, man, that's incredible. Yep. So, well, and, and the kids the kids took ownership of yeah. their city. You yeah, know? and that's that's kind of one of our goals. You know, was was not only be united. Okay. Let's be united. The only thing that can unite us, by the way, is the gospel. It's Jesus right. Christ, right? And so let's start with church uh, families. And so that was the easiest part to, to kind of unite. But, man, we had individuals come up and say, hey, what, what's this united thing? You know, yeah. I'm from Selma. Can I jump in? And they're like, yeah, absolutely, you know. And so they come alongside of us. And, and uh, it was just amazing. I, I want to talk about the um, – the local missions camp plus the plus part, the local missions part, you know, all those seven sites, just yeah. amazing yeah. things that happen. Mm-hmm. But the plus part was, was one of my favorite parts of this week was in the afternoon mm-hmm. after serving, after being in the heat, after doing those things, you know, we would come back and have a little bit of free time. And then we would train how to love God, love others and make disciples. And wow. so, and that was the part that, uh, uh, you know, I, I got to teach two of the ministry teams. And so we had, we had seven and we kind of broke them up, uh, you know, uh, two each kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so I was, I was a part of, um, my ministry team that I led, but then I got another one, you know, a bunch of, a, a group to, uh, to love on too. And so we just, we just walked through, uh, this, uh, this curriculum from, uh, Sun Life that was about reverberating your faith. Wow. And so, man, we taught our students, not only, be united for the city, but be united in Christ. Let Christ be your priority. When you go back out the next day, love God. Wow. When you go back out the next day, love people. And then the last day, man, we challenged our kids to have gospel conversations with the kids that they'd been loving on all week, mm. all week. And so just just think of this. This is a uh, just one example of, of what happened. Um, Will Ingram is, mm-hmm. uh, is one of my, uh, juniors this year here at Elkdale. And he, he's also a, uh, on the football team here at Morgan Academy. And he's just very involved, just a great stand-up guy, but he chose to come to this week throughout football practice. And he'd, he'd leave and go to football practice and then he'd come and he got up early, but he'd come back to United mm-hmm. and he got to go down to Bosco uh, uh, nutritional center, the Edmund Diet Missions mm-hmm. Cafe, and he had a relationship with uh, a, a couple of these ladies where he got to to just pour into them and they pour into him about Christ. And and yes, these ladies were Christ followers, but he was so excited to get to sit down and look at someone who had, he had never met mm. and someone that is not in his generation. By the way, someone that does not look like him, as in uh, a, a couple. Uh, black ladies and this is a white kid you know mm-hmm. in a teenager and they got to they got to share they got to break bread together they got to fellowship over god's word and he was oh my goodness Stuart, he was so excited the next day that night he said he said jb when when do we have free time man like like we have this and we have that when do we have free time and i said um will what do you have to do you're done with football he said no he said man they want to hear my testimony tomorrow and they want to hear from God's word. I got to study, man. Mm. I got to study. And, and Stuart, I got to tell you, I was like, Will, here's the time that you can do this and I'll get with you 
Um, and actually, he used one of the timeout talks from All In Sports Outreach. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's copyrighted or whatever, but the deal is he got to share what God was doing in his life uh, at this point in his life where he's just like, you know what? God just used me. You know, wow. I'm, I've made myself available. Use me. Stuart, there's so many more stories that I could tell. That's unbelievable. And I'm so excited about how these students have, have given their time. They said yes to this week. Mm. You know? They said yes to JB. Okay, you know, that's one thing. They said yes to God, and God used them mightily, man. It was it was amazing. It was it was um it's to God be the glory, really. Yeah. Is is, is the end there. So is there a story um related to the backyard Bible clubs that just mm-hmm, stands mm-hmm. out that um that you'd like to share? Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh the, the, you talk about being united for the city. Um when we were praying through this, the very first uh contact that I made was Pastor John Goings. John mm. is a uh, a black pastor here. He just started uh being a pastor of Water Avenue Baptist Church. And so Water Avenue is uh, um in the in the city and uh east of uh the bridge a little bit. And so um John uh was is is uh is much like our, our uh probably grandfather's age kind of thing, you know. And uh, so he's not my generation, but what he uh, was able to do, I want to tell you about how I met him. So I met him uh, going down the Water Avenue Baptist. I called him, and I said, uh, John, I need to meet you. Um, I have this um, this idea that I want you to pray over. I want Water Avenue Baptist to be a part of um, this this uh, student missions week that's coming up. And uh, and he said he said, JB, I don't have any students. But I'd love for my church family to be a part of, of whatever you got going on. If it's if it's from God, then we want to be a part of it. And so I went down there one afternoon and I said, John, I'm looking for uh, some kind of site, some kind of location for a backyard Bible club. He said, JB, how much time do you have? Can you walk with me um, in the neighborhood? And I said, I'd love to. I'd love to. And so he takes me right outside of Water Avenue Baptist Church building. And he walks about 200 yards down the street uh, to this trailer park that, by the way, I'm, I'm new here in Selma. I had no clue we had a trailer park down, downtown, you know. And so he walked over here, and, and, and there was this beautiful pine tree-laden um, just grass uh, right by this trailer park. And he said, he said, JB, I've been praying about this. How do we reach this trailer park? He said, I think this is this is one of the sites for your backyard Bible club wow. student missions week, and I said, John, I, I think you're right, man. I said, let's pray over this place and just see. And he said, I'll do. He said, I can do. I can do more than that. He said, I'll have my church family out here uh, this Sunday, and we'll pray over this place, and we'll we'll uh, we'll walk with you, JB, in in making this a success. And Stuart, I got to tell you, man, he, John, Pastor John Goins was the difference in. Uh, a successful backyard Bible club ministry. He was able to not only pray over that place, but he went door to door with me and asked these these uh, these people, these these community uh, residents, "Hey, we're doing this backyard Bible club. We'd love to um, to have your whole family come out. We're going to do uh, uh, VBS style, you know, games, and we're going to get to the gospel and things like that." He went to. Uh, Michael Johnson, our uh, ward councilman there. Mm -hmm. Um, And Michael was all on board. He's like, yes, let's do this. What do you need from me? He said, let's, 
Uh, can I can I promote it for you? Can I cut the grass? Can I? I mean, what whatever you need, JB. Let's let's do this together. And Stuart, I, I just got to tell you, man, that was we had the last day there. We had over sixty children uh, right there in that that pine tree laden grass. You know, right there under the trees, uh, getting fed God's word from students, Stuart, wow. from students that gave of their time to do this thing. And, uh, and it was amazing. And, uh, and, and not only that, that was, that was a little part of that after United, after the missions week, about two weeks later, one of our kids that, um, uh, that that's not from Elkdale, that's in our community, uh, Christ follower, uh, in a, in a church here, um, called me and said, JB, I got an idea. Hmm. I want to, uh, I want to meet some needs. You taught us to meet needs. I want to meet needs. And I said, okay, I'm all ears. Let's, let's, let's hear it. And she said, I want to go back and do a backpack ministry for those water Avenue kids. Hmm. And I, Stuart, wow. I get emotional, man. Yeah. I get emotional because, because these kids are understanding that they can meet needs, man. That's right. They can meet, they can meet tangible needs. And, uh, and, and, uh, as, as, as soon as she told me that I said, Yes, let's do it, you know? And and as as she was telling me, I was looking at other backpacks because our um Baptist Association here is a part of a uh, Appalachian uh, yeah. Appalachian uh backpack ministry. You know, we've been doing it for years. Uh, we're going to in December, we take, you know, hundreds of backpacks yeah. to the mountains and we give to those who don't have. And uh and so I'm looking at these backpacks and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, Lord, how are we going to do a a, a separate backpack ministry and man god just worked it out you know these these kids uh held a a uh, back to school drive at the local y where one mm. of them uh you know serves as a uh, part-time lifeguard you know right. and and uh, another one did something else and uh you know we were able to give uh, financially you know for the the certain type of backpacks that these kids need and uh you know a few weeks ago John Goings opened up his church building again, and kids flocked to these people, and uh, and God was praised, man. It was it was an amazing, amazing time, and so so uh, just just other events like that have happened, and wow. uh, and currently, currently, you know, uh, one of um, one of the uh, All in Sports Outreach um, board members, one of the visioneers, really um, saw this kid on the side of a road. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the, the young lady was coming back from school and she was, she was headed home and it had been raining that day. You know, these, these, uh, summer showers just pop up here in Selma and she was drenched, man. She was, she was head to toe, just drenched. And, uh, and he got this vision that said, you know what, how can we meet a need for our city school, uh, kids? How, yeah, how can we maybe... Uh, get them, get them umbrellas or something like that. And so, and so this guy, you know, he, I think, I think the, the first thing he does, of course, he, he thinks through it, he prays through it. And and then he, he contacts you and he says, you know, Stuart Rand, like the board, uh, what do you think about this? You know, I'm just, I'm just kind of praying through it, you know, and what, what do you think? Can we meet a need? And so now there's an umbrella drive going on for our Selma city schools. And man, we're just meeting needs. We're, we're being, uh, Christ followers, we're, we're allowing Christ to open our eyes to see people, to see things uh, uh, as He sees them, and just go out of our way to be the big C church and yeah. meet needs, man. Amen. It's, it's uh, 
th- there's nothing more fun than than walking in God's uh, way and in His will, knowing that He is providing all of this stuff. You know. Yeah. Well, so, uh, and and on the umbrella drive, I don't have the the uh, the data in front of me. Um, to validate the exact numbers, but we did talk to several people in the city schools and validated that on a rainy day, school attendance in the city schools drops because so many kids walk. Yes, yes. And it's like, you know what? You know, know, we've heard from people saying, okay, well, if you give the umbrella, how do you know that they're going to use it? Well, I mean... That God doesn't ask us to validate whether someone's going to use it. You know, he's just Amen. saying, hey, let's meet That's a need. Right. You know, and it's yep. just like the power of an umbrella. We've done, um, you know, last, last year we hygiene kits. There's an elementary school that needed yeah. hygiene kits. and But to me, listening to you share those stories, it's like, okay, so we were, you know, since 2015 all in sports outreach, we did the sports camps. We tried to meet some other physical needs. But, you know, I just look at since June – you know, and you share just two stories of kids that are, were impacted. But since June, there's been more done in the name of Christ through people coming together, united under the gospel, than it's probably been done in years. Amen. You know, so that's, that is powerful, powerful. And I know United um, has other things, the field of faith coming up where, you yeah. know, FCA yeah. has the field of faith uh, model across the country where you bring in a worship band and speaker and just invite all the students around town. I know you'll have that. Um, what are some other things? Um, because United for the City is already become more than a missions week. It's become a movement. Absolutely. So what yeah. are some other, besides the Fields of Faith, you have anything else coming up? Yeah, so the Fields of Faith, um, it's, a, it's a joint See You at the Pole rally, Fields of Faith, um, September 26th at, uh, at Block Park. Mm-hmm. And so, man, we're super excited to have a team night where we're reaching into the schools to engage, uh, you know, all the Christ followers to get real about their faith and, and get in the Word. And so, man, we're excited about uh, Dwayne Rimber coming yeah. over and, and, and sharing with us and, and uh, prayerfully, you know, bringing— uh, some of his uh, uh, flatline uh, ministry artists, you know. Oh yeah, and uh, you won't man, be I'm disappointed. No, no, no. I'm so <laughs> you excited. You will not man, be disappointed. Rand was telling me. He said, "Man, you, you've never seen anything like this before." And uh, and I said, "Well, I'm I'm excited." You told me about that. You said that before United, and I was uh, overwhelmed. And so yeah, uh, so yeah, so so October third. Um, is a the Wednesday night of the Central Alabama Fair. Now, you being a Selma boy, oh, yeah. you might remember the Central Alabama Fair. It's uh, a big be, deal. Being a big, big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And so this year, uh, well, actually last year, I called um, the Lions Club, who sponsors it, hosts it, you know, puts it on. And, uh, and I said, hey, I got this crazy idea of, uh, of uh, our student band coming and uh, – uh, playing on Wednesday night and uh, just sharing sharing uh, gospel songs, but also having a couple students uh, come up and give their testimonies. And and thankfully, the Lions Club said, "Yeah, you know, we got some time." Uh, that's right before some of the other uh, artists get up there. And so, uh, and actually, it's a school night. The um, school choirs come, and so right before uh, the school choirs go, it's it's like five o'clock, five fifteen. Uh, they've allowed us to have the stage for wow. the Central Alabama Fair. And so 
I didn't, I didn't ask them uh, with these words, but how I promoted it to our students and to our United Churches was students take over the fair. And, uh, and so we took over the fair for Christ, man. And, and so we, we had some uh, praise and worship songs there. And then two of our students uh, gave their gospel testimony. It was a wonderful time. I'm, I'm so excited about uh, uh, having opportunities, you know, for these students to share. And so, yeah. and these students have a lot to share how God is working in their lives. Especially so, coming off this last summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, even, even last, uh, last night, I know this will, this will date the podcast, but um, uh, uh, August 19th, mm-hmm. we had a merge conference and yeah. merge is, is, uh, about merging parents and students together for the Christ and or for Christ. And so, uh, the parents had a, a separate, uh, conference. We're trying to empower them, um, to, uh, create spiritual atmosphere at their, at their home, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of, kind of help them along and, and, uh, encourage them. And then the students actually, one of the students from first Baptist, uh, uh, gave her testimony and then talked, uh, taught the students how to give their testimony. And so, man, it's, it's, uh, it's it's an amazing thing, uh, that, uh, that God is just, um, all over Selma right now. And so, man, I just ask for your prayers and I know that I have them. I ask, uh, ask for prayers for clarity, you know, for our United, uh, for the city leadership, you know, steps. What's coming on? What's what? You know, there's a lot of good things that come at us, but we want the great things. And so sometimes saying no to the good things, uh, so that we can have the great man. It takes boldness. It takes takes much clarity. So That's we right. we ask for prayers, you know, for that. And then and then also, uh, man, for barriers to be broken. Yeah. You know, this yeah. this um this fields of faith that we're trying to do. And specifically the cultural and and racial barriers that we have here in our city. And the, those things can be broken down by the gospel. Jesus Amen. himself broke all of those rules. People laughed at him and mocked him, and they finally murdered him mm-hmm. because he was breaking all the rules, you know? Mm. And, and their rules that, that he, uh, you know, through the Spirit uh, um, had in the, in the Old Testament, he made those rules so that he could keep people safe and those kinds of things. But those rules— we're never meant to save people. Right. And so, man, Jesus came and he broke all those rules. And uh, uh, I, I'm just, I'm asking for him to do that here, you know, and he's, he's going to do it through his gospel. And I want to be a part of that. Amen. You know? Amen. And so, uh, so man, I, I appreciate those, those prayers. You bet. And I, you know, I just, yeah, I ask and, you know, beg the, the listeners, if you're listening to this podcast, just, yeah, just pray for JB and the other student pastors around town that, um, that God would just continue to to use them. This is a powerful movement, but the but we know the enemy hates it, and there will be um, some difficult times ahead. But we yep. know that God God is is working, and you know as you're telling these stories, you know of just kind of how quick things have moved with you and how big it's yeah. growing quickly. You know, it just reminds me of. You know, Rand and I, we joke all the time about All In Sports Outreach. Hey, we signed up for one basketball camp on May the 1st, 2015. We committed to a four-day camp in June of 2015. That's what, that's what we signed up for. You that's know, hilarious. You know, we didn't yeah. sign up for any of this. So now, and I, as you're talking about, you know, already what's happened with the United through this, for the city, I'm seeing 
what we have experienced since 2015, but I see on on a bigger scale. And I think, you know, um, I think it's just another testimony of, um, you know, so any pastor, student pastor, this, this listening and, and asking the question, Hey, well, how can I do something? I, I think there's two words that, that come to mind, available and obedient. If you make yourself available to God and you're obedient, you too can experience this same um, movement, the same opportunity, wherever, what city, whatever city you're in. Um, Absolutely. So yeah. um, that's the advice that I, I hear um, just in, in, in the testimony you're sharing. And it's, it's the one that I've said for four or five years as well is just, just be available and be obedient. So that's good Amen. stuff. That's good. Amen. Hey, so I want to ask you about, um, you know, I, I know you talked a little bit about how you guys had the vision to start United, you know, and just praying on that van ride home from mm-hmm. Dothan. Is there also in this journey, is there a scripture that really stood out to you that you'd share that, you know, maybe God drew you to, um, to kind of ra- yeah. to rally your heart for this, for this vision? Absolutely. Well, you know, that, that van ride back from Dothan, uh, is where this, this really, this, um, this dream took off. Mm -hmm. Now I I gotta be honest that I was in the back of my mind, I was trying to figure out how am I going to get my students engaged in missions here in Selma? Uh, I had no clue it was going to be, uh, you know, United, but, um, you know, so, so we go to acts one, eight, right. Um, and where we'll receive power by the Spirit and uh, and be witnesses all over the earth for Jesus. But um, a a verse that that really knocked me um, off my my rocker here uh, th- these past few weeks is is Second Timothy one mm-hmm. uh, seven through nine. Can I can I read that out? Absolutely. Um, it's Second uh, Timothy one seven through nine. It says. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, mm. but of power and love and self-control. And in verse 8, it says, Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me as his prisoner. This is Paul uh, talking, of course. He says, But share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. And so I, I just, I, man, I, I love that verse because one, uh, this is God's spirit. You know, he, he's the one moving through us. He's the Amen. one working through us. Amen. And so I, I want to be careful to tell these students that, you know, one thing, these missions, these mission sites, you know, um, tr- being with students and training them uh, with, with legitimate basketball skills and stuff, that's good. That's that. Those are good things. Mm-hmm. But the great part, the part we cannot miss, is leading them to the gospel. Amen. And so, I, man, I know that's what all in sports outreach is about. That's that's in your uh, your mission statement. There is that to lead others uh, to to Christ. Mm-hmm. If it's through uh, silly games like baseball and basketball, whatever. Right. Allow God to use those things to connect with people where they are so that we can lead them to what they need. It's Jesus, man. Amen. It's Jesus. Man, this has been good, JB. And I know, um, you know, we talk to kids all the time at camps all over about what it means to be all in. And I think you've hit it yeah. all through this podcast. Of um, It all starts with, you know, 
your own personal time with the Lord, you know, in the Amen. scripture, in prayer, and then yes. we serve from the overflow of that. You know, we that's can't it. we can't get out and serve others, which is, you know, that's what we're called to do. But if we're not feeding ourselves spiritually, then we're just we're serving on, you know, with the just with some dryness. So we need to be serving from the overflow of what God's teaching us. That's good, man. I'd, Amen. I'd I get excited every time um, I hear stories from United, and you know, just a couple times we've talked on the phone. I mean, the first time you and I connected on the phone uh, a few weeks ago, I text Rand and said, "Talking to JB just has me fired up. I'm ready to go somewhere. Let's go." <laughs> you know, so I, I appreciate your energy and just your passion and your leadership there in Selma. Although I haven't lived in Selma for years, I still, you know, Selma's always got a piece of my heart. So I'm just. And that's where we as an organization started. So I appreciate your leadership there. It really means a lot. Well, to God be the glory, brother. I, I'm grateful to to get to come alongside of you and and to love uh, not only, uh, you know, our hometown, our city here, uh, but to whoever God allows us to to be in the midst of. Right? Amen. If it's if it's in Belize where two uh, Selmians are down there dreaming up how they can, <laughs> uh, you know, mesh basketball with the gospel of Jesus Christ, then so be it, man. So Amen. be it. And, and it's, it's, it's to God be the glory. It's amazing, Stuart. If you look back 2015 and, 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 you know, me a, a year ago or so to look back and say, this could only be of God, the father. There's, there's no other way that this could happen uh, right. through uh, uh, a, a feeble men, you know, uh, yeah. that, uh, you know, my, my heart is, is, um, wicked. You know, I mean, I, I, I am not sinless. I have, uh, those days where I don't, uh, you know, look and smell and look, you know, like a, like a youth pastor and things like that. But I have a great God who allows me, uh, forgiveness and allows me to be encouraged by other brothers and sisters, uh, that, uh, that allow me to, to move forward and, and, uh, and, and get off my donkey, as yeah. as Luke ten would say, yeah, uh, and and help others, and and so man, that's my prayer. That's my prayer for Selma, is that we would uh, uh, not um, have the biggest youth camp ever. I pray that we are making disciples who want to make disciples who want to make disciples, and that's 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 my prayer, man. Amen. That's good. And you know, one last thing that just kind of stands out as we're talking and. You know, we kind of have similar journeys on over the last couple of years of launching yeah. new ministries that, you know, when you have a dream or a vision, number one, tell somebody, pray, tell somebody yep. and don't sit on it. You know, cause I, think, I think some of our biggest mistakes is, oh, I could never do this or God's mm-hmm. never going to allow me to do this. Well, pray, tell somebody and and, and go, you know, and, and let God do it. That's good. Well, I do. I appreciate your time today, JB, and um, I look forward to to hearing all about the future um, events coming up this fall, and we'll be praying for you. Thanks, Stuart. Praying for you, too. Thanks. Thanks again to JB for taking time to join me today. Um, we covered a lot, a lot about just passion for ministry and motivating and mobilizing students to be servant leaders in their community, talking about the recently launched United for the City, the Missions Week, and the stories that came out of that and the impact of students' lives and what's going on now. But also, it's just another reminder that 
any of us, if we make ourselves available, we follow God in obedience. We can be used no matter what city or what state we're in. We don't have to have a network of churches or be student pastors or whatever the case may be. Just be available, be obedient, follow God's lead, and just begin impacting lives for the gospel one by one. Thank you for listening. I would encourage you to share this podcast with others. Um, And lastly, as always, we love to hear from you. Um, You can contact us through our Facebook page, All In Sports Outreach, or our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Both places, you can communicate with us. You can keep up with uh, events that may be coming up, know how to pray for us, opportunities to serve with us, and opportunities to give. Again, thank you again just for being a faithful leader. We look forward to hearing from you. And please go to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd love to get that five-star review. The more reviews we have, the greater the platform through this media that we have to, to share these stories of ministry and faith and sports and for the purpose of furthering the gospel. So thank you again. We appreciate you. And until next time.